from RF Smart. This is Taking Inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. And now, your host, Sarah Archer. Welcome back to Taking Inventory, the RF Smart podcast. My name is Sarah Archer. I am your host. And on this podcast, we talk about all things warehouse management, NetSuite, and RF Smart. We're joined today by RF Smart customer, Boston Materials. Representing Boston Materials is Connor Byrne, who will be speaking to us about his experience using bins in his warehouse. I'm also joined by Misty Price, who is a podcast alum. Go and check out her episode where we talked with our customer Thunder shirt. I just want to let them introduce themselves to get started today. So Misty, I will let you go first. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Sarah. So my name is Misty Price. I've been here at RF Smart for about four and a half years. During that time, I've implemented, I think I'm up to 150 projects. So I have a wealth of experience, but I'm a senior business analyst and a warehouse consultant. So I lead implementation. And she knows all there is to know about Ben. So excited for that conversation today. Thanks, Misty, for being here. And Connor, thank you for being here. Will you tell us a little bit about yourself and about Boston Materials? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you for having me. I am currently working as the Logistics and Operations Manager at Boston Materials. I've been with the company for about two and a half years now, where we started as a fairly small facility with only five or six people. Now we've grown into a, I want to say off the top of my head, 16, 17-person company into a 30,000 square foot manufacturing facility. Boss Materials is hoping to change the composites industry. We manufacture what we call a Z-axis carbon fiber. We take milled carbon fiber and vertically align it and deposit this onto a film. And this can be used in tons of applications. So it can be made into a solid carbon fiber billet and replace traditional metal machining billets. It could be used in various thermoplastic and thermoset applications. We can use it for thermal transfer applications. We can use it for electrical conductivity. We can actually take this and use it to make metal lighter. So instead of having a full metal sheet, you can have two smaller, thinner metal sheets sandwiched around a Z-axis interior that retains the same physical feeling properties of that metal, but has a lighter core and really enables this metal to be used in a lighter application. And where are some of the places that people would commonly see carbon fiber? Sure. So I would say that most people have seen them in sporting goods. So carbon fiber is used in hockey sticks, in lacrosse sticks. They use it in skis and snowboards, in rowing boats, in paddles. That's probably where you'd see the most common applications. There's also various applications right now in cars, in airplanes, in various other things. And we're hoping to really take these traditional applications and our material can be used, but we're hoping to expand the field in which carbon fiber can be used, like I was saying, as this sort of middle layer for metal as a electrical conductive material as a thermally conductive material we're really hoping to expand that market and grow i think it's really interesting the diversity that can be a part of this industry having many different customers that you guys help and cater to and of course you mentioned that you guys are manufacturing so there's all sorts of common challenges and pain points that come with being a manufacturer why did you guys choose to use a ERP WMS system to help face some of those challenges? Yeah, so we didn't have any traditional ERP or WMS system at our old facility, which is fairly small. It's, like I said, when we were still around 
six, seven people. Just it was so small. We we tracked everything in Excel. But over the past year and a half now, so we moved into our large facility around August, September of 2020. And that's when we also got our full-scale production line. And we found ourselves with a very urgent need for a better organizational system for our manufacturing and our warehouse inventory. So we first implemented NetSuite in the beginning of 2021 for general ERP needs, sort of a catch-all for our accounting, inventory, sales orders, all that stuff. And we only had NetSuite for a while. We didn't have a dedicated WMS. And towards the end of last year, we found that we needed a better system specifically for inventory management. And so we analyzed a few options and ended up choosing RS Smart. It just seemed like really the obvious choice. It's compatibility with NetSuite. It was super easy to use, super user-friendly. And so it's really helped turn a rapidly growing warehouse from semi-disorganized to what's quickly becoming very organized and a very efficient operation. We love hearing that. And it's so wonderful to be a part of that journey with you guys. Our topic today is around bins and choosing to use bins. And bins seem to mean different things to different people. If you come from outside of NetSuite, it might mean one thing. Misty, would you give a definition of what we are referring to as bins today for our NetSuite customers? Sure, and that's a great question because this is a common misconception because most of us come from worlds where we call bins locations. Well, NetSuite calls bins, bins. So when I speak of a bin, I'm talking about it could be a pallet or a shelf space, but it's wherever you contain an item. But it's just a spot where you know exactly where that item is and you know where to go to find it. And it could be in a physical bin, but it doesn't have to be. I think that that's sometimes where people get a little bit confused. And this is certainly something we get a ton of questions about. So excited to tackle some of those today. Connor, could you explain your experience, why you guys chose to use Bins and NetSuite, and what that process looked like for you? Sure. So when we first started out with NetSuite, we didn't have any bins. We didn't particularly see the need for them at the moment because bins, as they're presented, are especially useful for large warehouses. They're almost necessary for large warehouses. And not all small warehouses need them, but we found as we grew, it was just a good method of tracking our inventory, both our raw materials and our finished goods. So as we were working on our our smart implementation, we turned on bins and sort of integrated that process into our RSmart integration and our current NetSuite operations, especially because everything we do is very lot controlled. And this lot tracking is incredibly important for our quality control process and for our finished goods. So right now we have bins designated as item groups. So we'll have a raw materials bin, a packaging supplies bin, a finished goods bin. And these are taking up they each are maybe one shelf, maybe two shelves in our warehouse, whatever this is the space we need, we're calling that our bins. And we're actually planning on ramping that up. So we're gonna break down our finished goods bin into multiple finished goods bin, likely by pallets, like you said, because we have one main finished goods product that we sell. It's our rolls of film of this Z-axis fiber. Now we do various products and applications as well like I was talking about, but in the warehouse sense, we have this one main product and that's the films and then a couple side products of weaves and unidirectionals. And we have this all in one room, our finished goods room, which is our bin. 
And I believe expanding this into multiple bins and designating it by finished goods, pallet one, pallet two, et cetera, is really going to help us speed up our picking, speed up our packing and that whole system. I love how this is just something I love about NetSuite and Smart is how scalable it is that you guys are able yep. to start at a smaller scale and then you have these plans to expand. Misty, I'm curious from you because you've helped so many of our customers. This is a fairly common circumstance that he's describing the way that they've set this up. What are some of the other ways you've seen customers set up bins and what are some of the benefits that come from using them? Well, the benefits is obviously you're having greater visibility, especially when you're using lot controlled or serialized inventory. How are you going to find a lot number in an entire warehouse when you don't know what bin it is? So we find a lot of times with implementations, our customers are smaller in the beginning and they're coming from a tribal knowledge. Well, how do you know, how do you go get it? Well, we just know. (laughs) But once you start scanning and using a WMS, you don't want to rely on that tribal knowledge. You want some logic behind it. So it obviously gives you greater visibility. The, The best analogy I could say is I had a customer that owned hair salons and they did not use bins. And so when they were counting their salons, they had hairspray for sale at the front counter. They had some up in the attic for overstock. They had some in the back corner, wherever they could fit it, basically. So they counted their whole location, and then they realized they had to recount the hairspray. So how do you know how many places that hairspray is in unless you just have a great memory? But if you have to go five different places, like up to the attic and in the back room, then it's, it's not easy to count stuff like that, and it's hard to do recounts. Misty, you've touched on some of the efficiencies that our customers see. I think that that's a great story. Connor, for you, I'm really interested to know what are some of the efficiencies that you are seeing having this level of organization? Yeah, so first thing that comes to mind is it's streamlined our stock counting process. So we are establishing a stock counting system right now where it will count one type of items per week. So we'll do a raw material cycle count one week, finish goes the next. And it's really made that easier. Everything's in one spot and very well labeled through our smart labeling. And it's really helped in that regard. And the other benefit that comes to mind immediately is actually that finished goods organization that we're talking about and implementing is, and kind of what Misty was talking about, where it just is, especially with lock control items, one single lock could be anywhere. And it really helps just identify exactly where it is, especially when you start breaking down these bins into more specific pallet-based or rack-based locations. So many of our customers do start out in those smaller buildings. And so when you are establishing bins for the first time, you have to think about the future and you have to consider room for growth. And it's not just about what you're trying to do today. It's about the future down the road and efficiencies. So what are the benefits of using bins systematically? Does it help prevent things that you would normally have to do manually? What are those benefits? Yeah, there's a lot of cool little setup tricks in RFSmart and NetSuite when you're using bins. For example, when you're manufacturing, instead of having to issue your components, you can have them back flushed when you complete the work order from the preferred bin. So that saves a step there and gains efficiency. And then you can even have your finished good go into a default bin that you designate. So there's a lot of value there with these flags that we have available to us when we're using bins in NetSuite and RFSmart. And Connor, what about for you? What are some of the things that you see on the NetSuite side from using bins? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think utilizing that preferred bins feature is 
super helpful. I know one of the hesitations we had, and I bet a lot of smaller warehouses on the line between could implement bins or could not bins. One of the worries is the extra work of adding bins going to be worth it. But I think we've found that with the preferred bins feature and a lot of RF smarts processes as well, it really isn't too much added work at all. And it is certainly worth after a little bit of setup, it saves a bunch of time and increases accuracy tremendously. Right. And then on a note of preferred bins, we also have bin replenishments that saves a lot of time and efficiencies. So you can set min max levels on your preferred bins and we will let you know to trigger the bin transfer to replenish those bins. So there's a lot of value there too, because everything just happens in the background and then you just go to your list of bin replenishments and you know how many you need to put based on your min max levels of your preferred bins. So you can always keep those stocked. And two with RF Smart, I don't know if you, Misty, want to speak to bin sequencing and the way that we can help with that as well. But I think that that's really something that is very helpful to our customers is having that bin sequencing. So if you're in a situation where you've established your bins, but they're not really working for you now. So you want to always have your bins alphanumerically. So you're picking in that serpentine path that your warehouse is laid out in. But if that's not the case and maybe your bins don't quite sort that way, RF Smart has bin sequencing and we can literally tell the system what sequence your bins go in. So even if they're not numbered alphanumerically, we can arrange them so you're picking in an efficient process. We spoke just a minute ago about what some of the benefits are, and Connor spoke to that improved accuracy piece with efficiency and cycle counting. There is certainly efficiency gains, and especially with time savings. And I know some customers who have implemented bins and are using bin sequencing see improved productivity within their staff. And they're also able to save on some labor costs for that reason, because they're picking so efficiently. So there's a ton of value that comes from utilizing this feature in NetSuite. Another thing that comes to mind is we we had a customer say once that RF Smart is very intuitive and it's simple to use. He said, I can get a temp employee for the season and have them up and running in the system in 20 minutes. And that's because of bins, because if you didn't have bins, how would that new employer, that temp employee know where to go to get the materials? And everyone's so busy, they're not going to pull somebody aside and be like, hey, where is this located? So it definitely makes life easier for everybody involved when you have bins. So Misty, how can our customers get set up with bins? Well, we have a lot of documentation that we can offer the customers with um, best practices regarding bin sequencing and naming your bins and laying out your warehouse in that serpentine path that I spoke about. And RF Smart has a great feature called Inventory Count Setup. And what this feature does is once you do decide to use bins, you can flag all your items to use bins and we'll run a script and dump them all in one mass setup bin and you'll count them out to the physical bin. So basically you're just counting your warehouse because it's already physically located on the shelf where the bin is. You just scan that bin, say there's 15 in here and you move on. And that allows you to to do two things. Number one, you get a full inventory done. So you're starting off on the right foot because garbage in, garbage out. You don't want to start off on the wrong foot with the implementation. But secondly, you're getting those items into bins and then anything left over at the end of the process obviously doesn't physically exist it would just be adjusted out. So that's probably the easiest way to use bins, or you always have the option in NetSuite as well to use bin put away worksheets, but that's very tedious and it's it's time consuming because it's line by line for every item in your warehouse. Anything else for our customers knowing, okay, here are the things that I need to do to make sure the bins are set up? I would say, I always advise my customers, let's do it right the first time. You're in this implementation and you only have this implementation consultant for a short period of time. So if you think at all that you're gonna use bins, 
even if we just go live with one bin in your entire warehouse, at least we can implement bins and you'll understand how to use the software with bins. And then maybe break out to smaller, like Connor is saying, they now they're gonna get more granular with their bins. But I'm a big fan of doing it right the first time. If you wanna use bins, let's just do it. Pull that Band-Aid off and I'll get you through it. I love that. And if you are one of our customers that has worked with Misty, you know that she will get you through it for sure. So guys, as we kind of wrap up today, I always love to ask our guests what their advice is for ARF Smart customers. Connor, what advice do you wish you had had or would you provide to other ARF Smart customers? I think one thing I would say is in your implementation sessions with your implementation consultant, it's always good to be as diligent as you can and work out as many issues and errors and kinks in your process as you can in those meetings because it's a lot easier to fix them during the implementation or practicing in sandbox versus fixing them once you're fully live with RF Smart. We had a couple of just very minor things that have worked out now that probably only took a little bit more time because I didn't bring them up until we were implemented versus having rather brought them up during the implementation or the sandbox testing. So that's probably what I would say. I think that that's really good advice because you don't know what you don't know when you're doing a software implementation for the first time. And so asking a ton of questions and really having the awareness of what is going on. I actually did an interview with someone recently who said that their advice was when you think you're done training, train some more because you can never overtrain and especially do that training while you've got your implementation consultant with you for sure. Misty, what about you? What advice would you give to our smart customers? Well, I always harp on training as well. So I would say train, train, train. You have a sandbox account and the purpose of that account is to try to break it by playing in the sandbox. So I would just test out every scenario that you're ever gonna have in your warehouse and do it to Connor's point while you're still in the implementation phase because you have that consultant that can guide you and ask a ton of questions. Just like Sarah said, think about the future, think about growth and think about your warehouse employees and making their life easier because it's hard to keep and maintain warehouse employees. So anything you can do just make their job easier would be beneficial to your company. Something that I think I've heard from both of you, because Connor, you guys are considering more scalability with bins and Misty, you've touched on this, is really just this idea that from the very beginning of your implementation, you need to be thinking further down the road and be thinking about what else can you do. And really, I think that that time with your implementation consultant is a great time to work through some of that. And so guys, as we wrap up today, I did want to let those listening know that we do have a BINS best practices guide. It is free and downloadable. It will be linked in the show notes so that you have access to that. That goes over all of the things that we talked today, BIN sequencing, best practices for using BINS. So if you're on the fence, definitely take a look at that and see if there's some helpful advice for you in that. Also, for those of you listening, make sure you subscribe before you go. You can subscribe anywhere that you listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or YouTube. We also have an email subscription on our website, www.rfsmart.com slash podcast. So you can get an email update as well when new episodes are live. With that, guys, I want to thank Boston Materials and Connor so much for being here today and for sharing your story and for Misty for being here and taking time out of your day. Thanks, guys, so much. And we will catch you on the next one.